Cheers! I'm so delighted to be back. This is season seven on Fashion Love Stories, my beautiful darlings. And it has been uh, a pleasure for six seasons now sharing my beautiful love stories with you, my fashion love stories, my spirituality and uh, all the fantastic high vibrating things in life. Um, I was born in Greece, uh, raised in New York City, studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology and worked uh, in the fashion industry uh, in New York City. Uh, Versace, Bergdorf Goodmans, and uh, Susanna Galani's jewelry, Age of Gods. Currently, I am uh, venturing into podcasting, uh, also art and uh, uh, design as well, other than jewelry. So stay here, and uh, during the season, you will find more things about me, and we will share um, beautiful stories together. Stay well. Before we begin, my beautiful darlings, I have to say, I'm having so much fun creating this podcast. This is uh, part two. Please check my previous episode. It's all about a current series on, on the channel FX. And the name of the series is... Feud, Capote versus the Swans. It's something that is really trending right now, and uh, I was always fascinated with this story. It's the story of um, an acclaimed um, and kind of a little bit of a controversial, but I don't think so, um, writer from the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Um, and he's the one that wrote uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, just to, to give you some point of reference. Uh, uh, there was a huge scandal because he was part of the high society. Or, uh, he was a major uh, trendsetter and uh, figure uh, on the literary world and social world of the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. And uh, there, was, there was a huge scandal, and it has to do with uh, uh, betrayal, intrigue, high society, truths, lies, uh, gossip. Um, and it's fascinating high fashion, a ball at the Plaza Hotel, uh, a major ball of the times, uh, uh, which was called the Black and White bowl and all the swans, the famous fashionistas and uh, celebrities slash aristocrats of the time, they all attended and uh, it was a huge phenomenon on the entertainment uh, world and it still is. Everybody is referring to that uh, event. It was 1966. Long story short, it was uh, the beautiful people of New York, the aristocrats, the high society and uh, something happened uh, which uh, I'm going to be uh, discussing on this episode as well as on the next couple of episodes maybe because this story is fascinating um, I also discussed it on the previous uh, episode um, it's not about uh, superficial and about uh, fashion and celebrities and beautiful people and high society uh, to me it's a deeper uh, 
story of uh, human behavior and the complexities, uh, our challenges, our traumas, our conditioning from society, from the parents, from friends. Uh, it, it has to do with human behavior and I find it very complex and fascinating. Uh, therefore, I'm, um, I'm creating these episodes. It reminds me, more or less, of um, an ancient Greek tragedy, but uh, a contemporary tragedy, uh, and the place is New York City, my beloved New York City. So I'm having fun, uh, and also I'm uh, discovering a lot of things about uh, the condition of the human behavior and uh, what happens and how people are reacting and what makes people uh, react in a certain way, behave in a a certain way, um, be good or bad, or uh, how people are trying to to navigate life's challenges. So I'm having um, fun creating this and I hope you will enjoy it as well. It's Susanna. It's another episode. This is a continuation. Hello, my beautiful darlings. <laughs> oh, it's winter time and I'm not thinking straight. Um, the time is 7.56 in the morning and I'm having coffee and podcasting for you. As per my last episode, I started um, speaking uh, to you about um, a feud that was happening back in the day in the 1950s on um, the New York social scene uh, where the fashionistas of New York, the it girls, the gorgeous women socialites, the trophy wives, the wives, <laughs> the, the trophy wives of uh, powerful and influential men. Um, it was a group in New York City, the top of the top, the best of the best, as far as society was concerned back then. And uh, they were definitely the influencers over the time. They had the money, they had the power, they had the means, and for them, uh, surfaces or the exterior or appearances was very, very, very important. And there was also a very famous author, Truman Capote, which I'm going to be speaking to you about uh, him today because uh, he was uh, influencing society. He definitely created some literary works, uh, one of them being the famous uh, book uh, that was adapted for a very famous uh, film, Breakfast at Tiffany's. He was um, the author and uh, he was very mischievous. He was very interesting uh, as a character. He was very daring, very bold, uh, very um, verbal. <laughs> After all, he was an author and he was uh, making some waves on the serenity and the elegance and uh, beautiful lives of the swans. Uh, the swans were the ladies, these socialites that he coined swans because uh, they were very elegant and regal and uh, beautiful and chic and perfect appearance-wise. But underneath all that uh, surface uh, there was a lot of uh, issues, humanity, problems, like all of us, they were like us, basically. So he brought this up to the surface. Uh, he wrote about them after having um, 
many years of friendship, uh, about 20 years. It started um, in the beginning of the 1950s, his friendship with these uh, swans, uh, these beautiful women that he absolutely loved and adored. And um, this, uh, the ending of their friendship, uh, the tragic story, the tragic ending, was um, in uh, the 70s, uh, mid 70s, some, somewhere there, uh, uh, because uh, what he did is he penetrated um, this circle of uh, beauties and uh, extremely private women. It was a very strong inner circle, a tribe of the most beautiful women, the most powerful, uh, unattainable, unapproachable, because they had a very tough uh, exterior and they were very protected, protected, protective of their lives. I'm sorry about my pronunciation this morning. I'm not functioning very well. My apologies, but it is a morning for me. But uh, I have, um, I find that um, my best work is is happening first thing in the morning. So. My apologies for sometimes getting stuck in the way I want to express myself and uh, being challenged of finding the right uh, word uh, to, to, to say something. <laughs> I'm going to get better. <laughs> I'm going to work on my focus a little bit. In any case, uh, what was I saying? These women, they were being photographed. They were being followed. Think of Jackie O, for example. They were being non-stop followed by the paparazzi and uh, they had no private lives they always had to be perfect because they could be photographed and they can they could be ridiculed any at any time because they had no privacy it's like the celebrities now but now we're more forgiven we we definitely can see someone breaking down or um, being disheveled or not being the most proper actually it's celebrated these days to see that private side for example let's say kim kardashian to see her with no makeup with her sweats on and uh, her ugg boots whatever she's wearing these days i'm not a follower but um just to give you an example uh, we really celebrate and we appreciate all sides of uh, these uh, influential people but back in the day in the 1950s uh, society wise uh, everything was proper my mother was inspired by that uh, belief by that societal behavior because she was always and she still is very very perfect the exterior has to be always perfect and I understand because that's how the world was back in the day so um, Going back to these women, uh, they definitely, they were very uh, sensitive about who, uh, and very mindful who to uh, allow in their lives, and definitely they had uh, very small uh, women having the same background, the same social issues, uh, that uh, they befriended, and they were um, fine like that. They were having a beautiful life. They would be lunching at La Côte Basque, one of the famous uh, socialite um, social restaurants in New York City, which is closed uh, now. Uh, they would go shopping uh, in Paris. Uh, they would definitely frequent the couture designers. 
they will be wearing the best of the best uh, as far as branding was concerned and designer clothing was concerned because money was not an issue. They were married to men that uh, uh, for XYZ reason, it was important for them to show a um, lifestyle and an image of power, affluence, and uh, perfection uh, it was a very powerful uh, look to have and of course having the right wife which uh, they coined back in the day the term the trophy wife because it was part of the whole image a very powerful man think uh, um, uh, Onassis Aristotle Onassis he married Jackie Kennedy Jacqueline Kennedy because for them, having the right wife, it was a very powerful look and it completed their image of perfection and having everything, uh, the best art, the best homes, and they had multiple homes, the best decorators decorating their homes, the best parties, the best yachts, the best uh, private planes, the best circle of friends. It was uh, the elite. So that was the situation where these uh, swans, they were living. Of course, they were living on Fifth Avenue, the most prestigious addresses, and definitely everything was the best of the best, including who they will um, accept in their lives. So going back to Truman Capote, I'm going to be focusing about him this, this, uh, this episode. Going back to him, he was a writer from the Midwest and... Um, He grew up um, in a very challenging uh, uh, childhood. Uh, His parents, both of them, uh, they were abandoning him left and right. Uh, And he was raised by cousins of the family. Um, The parents were divorced uh, when he was uh, two. His mother was uh, leaving him and going uh, off with um, different boyfriends at the time. She was very ambitious. She wanted to get out of there and always wanted to up-level and uh, marry up. So I heard the father also was very unstable. And uh, I think he, at one point uh, I read, uh, I'm not sure if all of these facts are 100% what I'm sharing with you here because it's... um, what I read from other people. So some facts could be off a little bit, but more or less, you're going to get the picture, which is the real picture. The father, um, from what I I read, he was married seven times. So it was a very uh, brutal, very lonely, very hurtful, um, traumatic uh, childhood that he had. And he was pretty much left alone. Uh, There was one instance where... uh, he was expecting his mother to come and she didn't show up. They never showed up. So he was so hurtful, but he ended up making stories and really have uh, a great imagination. Uh, and uh, thus, this is where he, was a gr- he became a great writer because uh, he was very good at um, creating scenarios. A lot of times he was change uh, he would he would change something to make it more fascinating because he was trying to be fascinating and and create the best story for himself so i will tell you more about it when where he went to school and more details uh, at the end uh, the second part of this episode but overall i just want to have a chat without having any notes 
in front of me to give you specific uh, uh, details. Uh, I just wanted to share with you what I overall learned through the years because this uh, author uh, is fascinating and uh, he fascinating the enti- fascinated the entire uh, world back in the day, in the 1950s. So he ended up um, leaving uh, the Midwest, uh, coming to New York because his mother uh, was married to a man, an affluent man, and he was able to to have uh, some kind of a of an entrance uh, to the upper uh, class of New York. Um, but he was also very good at uh, charming everyone because that's a habit that he picked up. Uh, a, a, a tool for him to make people love him and uh, um, accept him. After all, he was uh, uh, not accepted by his parents, so he had to work that uh, part of his personality in order to charm because he felt uh, this is how he could win even his mother and, and his parents and everybody else. So it, it was very, very important for him to, to charm everyone. So going back to the swans, Eventually, um, Truman Capote uh, started working uh, uh, in New York um, and he was uh, writing articles. He, he was noted for his uh, charm and his uh, imagination and his uh, um, talents as a writer. So he was given uh, access and he was given uh, opportunities and um, at one point he was writing articles for the New Yorker and other magazines I will be telling you more about that uh, on the next epi- uh, not episode a part of this episode and um, at one point uh, he, he wrote a book um, in cold blood uh, that was uh, a literature major success and uh, and also Breakfast at Tiffany's, he wrote, uh, and of course Audrey Hepburn became the leading lady and this film became a classic and uh, he became huge uh, between his charming personality. He was very, very likable and lovable and uh, definitely he, he knew how to work the scene. So having all these tools and uh, all this desire, his, he had a major desire to penetrate uh, the upper class, the most beautiful people. He, he was obsessed with beauty. So his uh, main uh, purpose in life was to be accepted by the best of the best. After all, he was rejected by his parents. So major trauma there. So he needed to prove to himself um, that he was very special, very lovable, very worthy of love. And um, he was definitely accepted by the best of the best. So he he made it happen. He uh, entered the world of these uh, swans, these famous socialites. One of them was Babe. Paley, the wife of uh, CBS, uh, the founder of CBS, William Bill uh, Paley. And they were the most powerful couple in New York. They were billionaires, uh, an equivalent to what a billionaire today is. Definitely, they were up there financially. They owned a lot of homes. The whole New York uh, was just looking up to them as trendsetters, as the eat par, par, par couple. And they were both very, very 
uh, well known and famous for who they were, a very, very powerful couple, um, uh, Bay Paley for her beauty and her great sense of style. I'm going to be telling you about her and some of the other swans, uh, the other socialites, on the following episodes uh, because um, they were very influential and they still are, as they are style influencers of uh, our times. Uh, us, uh, the younger generations, are still looking up to them. They are inspiring designers, they are inspiring. Uh, uh, the young style influencers of the day. Um, they're inspiring the trends that are happening today, the old world money, the classic looks, uh, all this affluence, uh, understated uh, styles. Uh, everybody's looking up to them because they had this gorgeous ideal life. But remember, it was all appearances, definitely most of it was true but it was not so ideal that life so a lot of these women they were neglected by their husbands they didn't have a lot of love uh, they had uh, situations where uh, they were not uh, close to their children because that was part of their circle uh, all the kids had nannies uh, they kind of had, they did not have that human connection which uh, we all miss and crave to have and definitely they didn't trust a lot of people so here comes uh, Truman Capote and uh, he's charming he's deliberate he's determined to penetrate that uh, hard shell of this uh, inner uh, beauty the inner circle of uh, the top of uh, the hierarchy aristocracy in New York and um, he was very deliberate and very smart calculating um, brilliant man uh, and he knew how these women felt because he felt it himself he knew the trauma so the trauma was part of the intrigue of what made this beautiful swan so gorgeous and so perfect and so deep and so interesting to look up to because it was not uh, just a superficial beauty the depth and their um, trauma and uh, their unhappiness and uh, all these complicated emotions that they were going through the good and the bad the glamour and the pain the neglect uh, the affluence uh, uh, the beautiful life the trips uh, the the betrayal by their husbands it was very very complex like a greek tragedy and here comes uh, someone who studied human behavior because uh, that's how he was able to get into the personalities and the characters of his um, characters that he was writing and that was his main interest to study people to understand what made them uh, desire something what made them uh, uh, human what uh, was painful to them what uh, he knew all the tricks of the trade and the tools uh, uh, emotionally speaking so he was able to just slide into the world furthermore he was very famous he made himself very famous by the way he didn't even go to college and he he 
he was self-taught how to read and um, understand uh, the English language um, at the age of five. He was able to read and write on his own. I don't know how he was able to do that. I'm sure somebody showed him. But he was so brilliant. So he was extremely, extremely uh, aware of uh, how uh, to work it. And definitely he did some work and uh, he befriended all these people. He was also a natural as far as um, his personality. He definitely had a charm. He had a childlike um, innocence. He was uh, openly gay in the 1950s, which was... Uh, kind of daring for him to to be because uh, it was not a, a acceptable but he couldn't help it because it was he was he was very very effeminate so even his voice his 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 uh, body his his face uh, he looked very effeminate so definitely um, he was challenged from that perspective also because obviously people would be looking down to him so he really had to work extremely hard from all the angles in order to come and become who he was so definitely he became somebody extremely notable and famous and and successful he was giving uh, the credit so of course these women wanted uh, the flavor of the day so they wanted uh, these were the socialites this is how they were all entertained uh, they, they would have um, celebrities in their inner circle circle they would have uh, other fa famous literary people and uh, this is how that circle was entertaining and um, they welcomed uh, Truman his actual his nickname was true which I think is so cute it fitted him but it was very very ironic because he was not true to, their, to his friends who is i mean uh, there are so many complexities there are so many turns and so many challenging challenging situations so even the most perfect person cannot be perfect all the time all of us have our, our dark sides and the light sides um, it's like seasons we change and we have different situations we have different reactions different triggers and the people we're interacting with maybe they have different uh, issues different triggers and situations happen it's 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 human nature so what really happened was um, uh, uh, Truman he was making mental notes because he was very much inspired by the French author Proust who who studied uh, for many many years? I will give you also a little uh, insert um, at the end of this episode um, about who Proust was, and he was one of the role models and inspirations, inspirational figures for Truman Capote. So basically, he wrote about uh, how the upper class was uh, behaving, and uh, he really studied them because he find he found them fascinating, and there was certainly um, a specific behavior and intrigue uh, when he was um, writing about that. So Truman uh, wanted to do something similar and he wanted to create uh, a lifetime's worth type of work uh, 
a study of human behavior with these aristocrats in New York and record everything and write for us to have and see what's going on. So all this time that he was there, being their best friend, these uh, women felt very comfortable, uh, very relaxed about opening up their hearts and uh, telling them the most intimate secrets and uh, issues and fears and uh, life stories, uh, uh, their relationships with her husbands, uh, in some cases like in uh, uh, Babe Paley's um, friendship, which was the most important one to him because she was on the top of the hierarchy of all these swans. There was a lot of uh, backstabbing and uh, cheating from her husband, there were mistresses, there was uh, neglect, uh, abuse, uh, verbal and uh, emotional distance, cruelty, cruelty from this husband. So these women, they were very hurt. So here he comes, he, he was opening up to them, uh, allowing them to feel comfortable and at the end he backstabbed them because he wrote an article. He was writing a book, actually. Okay. Uh, but before, uh, he was very challenged himself because he was drinking a lot. He had a lot of issues. He was going back and forth about this book um, that he was writing all about the upper society. And um, at one point, he decided to write, uh, to, to publish some of his articles on Esquire magazine. So he did a couple of um, uh, articles uh, based on the book that he was writing. And uh, one uh, article uh, was uh, titled, titled La Cote Basque 65. He, uh, he was talking about the relationships of these uh, friends, uh, but he slightly changed the names but it was so obvious who he was talking about so he was very blunt uh, very hurtful to his best friends that they included him in, in their lives they opened up they they allowed him to be in their homes they gifted him they had so much through the years given him so 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 much and this is the intrigue of this story because this is where it becomes uh, like a greek drama where uh, pain and suffering is happening, uh, backstabbing, betrayal of friendships, but he's saying, oh no, 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 I was not doing that, because I think he was doing that, though. because at one point I, I read, a, I actually saw an interview of him, the actual Capote, and um, he was um, interviewed by uh, a host named Dick Covert, and he was saying, but uh, anyway, you're writing this, but it's all fiction, it was fiction, right? the interviewer said and then Truman Capote said no it was not no it was not so for real uh, there's no question about it uh, his intention was to write uh, the intimate details about his friends and this is where the feud happened and everyone is talking about it to this day um, it was really horrible, but they decided, the swans, they decided, all this circle of uh, influential women, to just uh, keep, keep him out of their lives because they knew his passion and his dream in life was to be accepted and to be 
one of them he was obsessed with aristocracy and high society and the power and the glamour and the money and um, they decided to just uh, hurt him where he would be hurt the most so he ended up uh, being uh, iced out of that circle of friends it was very painful on all sides everybody was disappointed he never was allowed to go back to their friendship or to that inner circle and he slowly died he ended up um, being very depressed very lonely very pathetic and that's how his life ended uh, i'm going to take a little break and give you more specifics about uh, truman capote I'm beginning this segment with a very famous quote um, of uh, Truman Capote. He's saying, failure is a condiment that gives success its flavor. End of quote. So, he was very perceptive, very true to what he was writing. I think he had an open heart. I believe so. I don't think he was evil. No one is. I believe that he was very hurt as a child and all those traumas that he endured, unfortunately, my heart is aching when I see some of his photos. A little boy of age of five carrying his books and with a pencil and some notes and creating um, stories writing stories learning how to read and and write Uh, he was so adorable so sweet how can someone like that be evil and bad he was made to by the hardships of life unfortunately so i'm very very sympathetic to him and i absolutely love him what he did however it was not nice oh i don't blame him he was he was forced to by the circumstances and by his insecurities and his pains and his uh, mistrusting the women that uh, he wanted to be accepted by these women but not necessarily believing them a hundred percent because these women they were very um, you say it they were not nice in a lot of cases they had their inner circle they were playing games they were excluding people they wanted people up to a certain point to be in their lives but not all the way in because that will make their position not so exclusive right so it was a back and forth situations games and uh, I'm sure he was very um, sensitive and he would see that ugliness, not necessarily the betrayal and the cheating of the husbands, but uh, also them having been trained to be in a situation where um, they were not as good. So he couldn't trust them 100%. I saw that in some of the um, personalities of the first two episodes that I watched. So he also, there was a scene in, uh, uh, I believe in episode two, where his dead mother, who was, her name was uh, Lily May, 
um, she goes up to him when he was really drunk. It was like a scene, like an illusion maybe, like a dream that he was having. Uh, she was already dead, so uh, he she showed up to him and uh, he was saying that... Uh, she was saying to him, oh, you had to, to really uh, avenge for me. You took, you, you took care of them or you did it so well, so precisely. Uh, because she was not accepted in New York because she was always fascinated with this high society. Who wasn't? Um, she wanted to be part of them, so she always wanted to marry up. And she did, but she was never actually accepted by these women. So she was tortured by that. So... Uh, she was saying that uh, you did it for me. You, 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 you hurt them, or, or you took um, care of them because of the way they treated me. I don't know if, in the back of his head, of his mind, uh, he wanted to do something like that uh, to to take revenge on how his mother was treated, and eventually how he possibly may be treated. Maybe he felt insecure. That fear was always there, the fear of abandonment because his own mother abandoned him. It was very complex. That's why I like this um, story because, again, going back to the Greek drama, there were so many facets, so many human sides, so many uh, explanations and so many traumas on all sides of everybody. Everybody was a victim, Um, even the women. Uh, they also felt victimized by him because of the betrayal. Betrayal can be very hurtful. Uh, or their ego was bruised, or whatever it was, but there was some kind of pain and some kind of misfortune that made everybody uh, behave the way it was, and uh, all these complexities of the story makes it very interesting. So. Uh, all, I, all I can see from an outsider is that the pain they all endured made them behave a certain way. So do I blame anyone? No, we're all human uh, humans here and we are um, here to learn from mistakes and we're learning very much from this story actually. First of all, we have to be able to accept and forgive people, whoever they are. Just look at their stories, where they came from, without being judgmental. We have to have empathy. Empathy for that little boy. Empathy for that woman whose husband was very cold and uh, using her as a trophy wife. Empathy even for the husband because the wives were using them as well. And all the girls were throwing themselves at them because they wanted part of him. I think everybody was a little bit of a victim here, and um, this is how life is. So I'm cool with everybody. I understand the story, and I understand um, there is a reason for that, and we're learning from that. So I'm grateful for them having to go through uh, to play that that role for us, so we can see and be inspired and watch the series, and of course. Uh, they're sharing the high fashion for me it's it's very exciting to see all these glamorous uh, looks uh, to me as a fashion lover and uh, being inspired uh, in New York with all this uh, couture and uh, high fashion uh, glamorous looks to me I'm like so excited to watch 
this series of the swans because uh, I'm picking up some style ideas. <laughs> so let's go back to Truman Capote and this compelling drama and his famous women. Um, it was really... It took a lot of... Uh, people a lot of energy to write and so much has been written about so many articles so many documentaries so many stories so many books i may i may i may add some of his fame some of the famous books that they were written uh, about uh, this story but not on this episode uh, i'm going to be speaking more about that because uh, there is the series and i'm sure i'll, I'll find some things to speak about that may um, inspire us to look at uh, life and learn from their lessons. Uh, it's not going to be about the gossip and it's not going to be about uh, the actual superficial uh, story, but I'm going to go deep and see why things happen, why this person did that, and uh, what is the reason, and how can we learn, and how can uh, we become better people and uh, learn and uh, learn to forgive and love everybody because there is a lot of separation here. Separation in the beginning. Uh, when that a boy was born in 1924 in New Orleans and he was abandoned by Lily May, his mother and his father and he was neglected and he was hurt and that was not cool. Of course, her, her um, uh, dream was to be accepted herself so she probably was not accepted as as a child. I don't know her story, the story of uh, Truman's mother, Lily May, but I'm sure if she was so desperate to be uh, uh, part of the elite and to be noticed and uh, to have more, maybe she didn't have enough, she didn't, probably didn't have enough love, maybe she was poor or maybe she was not noticed and she wanted to be noticed, uh, maybe she was not secure and she needed the security of money I, I don't understand what was going on but um, uh, it seems like a lot of uh, trauma was happening here uh, from one generation to the next on all sides even um, uh, William Paley's uh, story and um, it was everybody everybody had uh, generational situations and of course there's children that were not loved as much and there are stories true stories about how uh, babe babe Paley's children daughters or, or the children they were very traumatized and they ended up not having good lives from what I hear uh, and I read so going back to Truman Capote like uh, like I said earlier he was a brilliant uh, writer so after uh, high school, he started writing uh, for the New York Magazine and some of his stories were published and he was noted. Um, so in 1952, he wrote the, the Breakfast at Tiffany's book, that uh, famous book, and eventually it was adapted into the movies. Uh, also in 1966, uh, he wrote a literary, uh, 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 the ma major literary story that was acknowledged by the literary world, uh, world as uh, be 
beautiful, uh, great quality writing. And that was in 1966, you know, the co- in cold blood. Uh, it's about uh, crime and uh, extremely different from the breakfast at Tiffany's. He was very charming and he liked to gossip. So he was even quoted, uh, all fiction is gossip. So he knew how to take a story and uh, to twist it and turn it and make it very interesting and charming and uh, uh, entertaining. So that's why the swans, they, they took him in their circle because he was very entertaining and these women were very bored. They had everything, so nothing really excited them. They could have 10 couture dresses. They can go to Paris with a pl- private plane and they could have four houses and the best of the best of uh, interiors and... Uh, they had the best beautiful people in their uh, inner circle and uh, all the glamour of the world and all their jewels and all the art they were art collectors Um, so nothing really they had everything so it took uh, a lot of uh, imagination to inspire them and to entertain them and here he was uh, a boy that needed attention from a mother figure because he never had it from his mother. He was creating all these beautiful stories and entertaining them uh, and uh, creating some gossip. And um, they all had fun until it was not fun. <laughs> until that gossip. They, they became part of his gossip him, uh, themselves. So then it was not nice. So in 1975, uh, Truman, who was writing the story about this high society and uh, the lives of uh, the elite of New York City and the world, um, he, he there, it was um, an article being uh, published. Uh, it was part of the book, the book, uh, that famous book. He initially was. Uh, been paid um, to, to write this book uh, called Answered Prayers, Answered Prayers in 1966, but he never actually wrote it really. He was delaying. I don't know. He's saying that the book, he had the information for the book because he was postponing it and people were saying, oh, you, 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 you don't know how to write anymore or you're having blockages, uh, you're losing your touch, uh, your creativity. But he, he, he said to someone, I think to one of his boyfriends or lovers, that all the information is here, I have it ready. To, to have the information for the book. Uh, maybe he felt scared to write it, um, stories, because it involved a lot of gossip and, and betrayal. So eventually he did in 1975, okay, so we're going now 20 years or so into the relationship uh, with these swans so in 1975 he published uh, a chapter several chapters actually but one of them specifically was uh, the one that really started the end that was the beginning of his end it was uh, published uh, in Esquire magazine and was titled La Côte Basque 1965 and here he wrote all the accusations or the stories the intimate stories the intimate details and um, all the women got together and they socially exiled him 
he was suffering then because his dream was to be part of that world but the clashing part of himself the traumatized part of himself sabotaged because he probably felt I'm not worth I don't belong here who am I because he was so damaged inside so he was going back and forth yes he was accepted yes he was smart he was sleek clever he got into that world but he never felt uh, I don't know if it was him having insecurities or these women not really allowing him to be really part of their world because like I said earlier they would they did not want everybody to be part of their world because they were they were not as exclusive otherwise so I think it was both it was very complex very complicated this situation so um, he he I don't know I, maybe he took revenge for his mother there were so many uh, unanswered uh, uh, questions here but the fact is that he did it did he regret it yes did he hurt the ego of his swans yes were they hurt yes um, did they deserve it not necessarily but again they, they were they should have moved on and take some responsibility if something was for example written about them and uh, accepted but again everybody was trained and raised uh, how to be perfect all the exteriors the appearances were very very important of that generation they didn't want to go under because it would take away from it will tarnish their star power okay their glamour because glamour was the weapon of choice to Uh, show and uh, attract people and uh, become the style influencers and the most influential aristocratic uh, characters of the times so it was challenging to show a dark side or a tarnished side or an insecurity or an ugly ugly uh, part of themselves however uh, Truman who was like a child inside he never actually grew up to become the man he he was very traumatized and and in a way very in a way in a way I'm not saying he was extremely innocent he was not but there was some kind of innocence about him that's why also these women trusted him and liked him so I I don't know maybe he did uh, sabotage himself or maybe his ego that he was so insecure and so traumatized and he felt like he was nothing abandoned by his parents maybe he wanted to create a work of art uh, depicting all the sides uh, and of this uh, complex uh, um, aristocratic uh, group of people so maybe he decided you know what I'm going to shine up because this is my I'm going to be using some of the people some of the stories it was very complex it was very complex uh, what are your thoughts I would like to to know if 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 you were uh, them one of the swans would you have uh, uh, accepted him back in my case no 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 I would not would I have forgiven him uh, I, I would have uh, I would have understood where he came from and wish him the best wish wish him love and light but also uh, this uh, uh, situation and this uh, betrayal would have made me question myself uh, and ask if I was the right person if I was the perfect person 
but again, he betrayed them. Maybe they were not the perfect people, but they, they were intimate with him and they shared their complexities and insecurities and their, and their pains and, and their trauma and that uh, side of themselves that uh, they did not show. And for him to betray that uh, vulnerability, whoever these uh, women they may have been, whether they were good or bad overall, the fact that they were human, he, he, he did not see that and he did not respect that and that I don't, I don't, I, I don't forgive that in him. I thought he was very childish and insecure. Was he uh, a complete person? Was he uh, someone that, uh, um, how do I say that? He was, he was fragile himself. So, yeah, that's people. That's how they are, my darlings. And uh, he died at the age of 59. He did not have a good uh, death. Complications of the liver. Because he was... Um, an alcoholic and he was doing drugs he was he was trying to to cover the pain he was in pain he had a very painful life he created some beautiful stories uh, i'm so grateful for the fact that he wrote breakfast at tiffany's because that movie is one of my favorites uh, uh, i'm glad that he he wrote about the glamorous times and the glamorous life and uh, in that movie uh, and um he had uh, brought to attention uh, these swans. He created the swans, the story of these beautiful women, and uh, they were more highlighted because of him uh, noticing them and uh, putting them together in his group, in his inner circle. And I'm glad that he was able to do that, uh, although his intentions were not as good. But also, he I'm sure he loved them. It was not all hate. It was not. It was not all love either. It was complex. It's a very tragic story. It's a modern day uh, Greek drama <laughs> based in New York, and um, it's fascinating. So as the story of the people, the people's stories are fascinating, and this is our lives, my darlings. So yes, we have to ascend. We have to learn from these experiences we have to become better persons we have to be able to heal ourselves and uh, not allow any insecurities any childhood traumas overall to affect our judgments to affect our friendships to affect to make us be feel insecure and uh, self-sabotage or even betray people and act in ugly manners to me uh, it's very important to take responsibility at the end of the day this is my lesson which is very wise uh, my interpretation of this is uh, childhood trauma can uh, create ugly sides of beautiful people otherwise and can create ugly stories ugly scenarios ugly circumstances and bad energy so uh, it's very important for us to visit that part of ourselves because uh, all of us have been hurt uh, in one way or another as uh, in childhood uh, situations or even in, um, in uh, adulthood. And uh, to take responsibility for that, learn, accept, process all these uh, negative stories that are in our heads and... Uh, 
deal with them and uh, toss them aside. Don't allow any of the ugliness uh, to self-sabotage us and affect our lives. We have to cleanse our uh, lives from uh, ugly uh, stories and ugly traumatizing events and uh, we can do that by simply uh, making a decision to do that uh, visiting those stories uh, make some kind of uh, uh, an understanding uh, why did this happen why did this person hurt me where did they come from and uh, understand have more empathy about who uh, uh, created um, a traumatic experience and uh, understand that they also were human and they also uh, may have had trauma so toss that trauma aside at the end of the story okay I'm going to end here I'll be back with more uh, wisdom from this uh, uh, dramatization uh, this drama the New York uh, uh, the swans the drama of the swans and uh, Truman Capote. It's not the feud, it's the drama <laughs> and the beautiful lessons we're learning as far as I'm concerned. Bye-bye.